Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. And a question for you, a follow-up to yesterday's message. Are you defined by your defeats or by your victories? And do you allow what might appear to be a defeat to actually become a victory? I'm a strong believer God wants us Christians to walk in victory. It says in Corinthians, he's always leading us in his triumph in Christ. Sometimes we have trials, difficulties, hardships. We just like the rest of the world, and sometimes we even have some that the world doesn't have. We too deal with the problems of sickness, health, finance, relationship. God can make our path straight, and God can bless us greatly, and yet we still live in a fallen world, and sometimes we suffer terribly because of it. That suffering can produce endurance in us, and it can cause endurance to have a perfect result that we would be, as it says in James chapter 1, verse 2, to 4, perfect and complete, <clears throat> lacking in nothing. Brothers and sisters, we need to look at our trials differently. We need to look at our trials as God's stepping stone and preparation for the reigning and for the victory and for the maturity of Christ, excuse me, that he's developing within us. And I know it's easier said than done. And I know that in the midst of it, we, we struggle and it's a lot easier to look back and realize what God has done in, as we get through the trial. But in those trials, as we learn to say, God is at work, God is sovereign, God's in control. I was telling the story yesterday and wanted to show you some video, and I think I can show it today. Hang on for just a minute, and I think it will be working, of a friend of ours, a good, very good friend of ours, and their son, their 32-year-old son, was had a terrible, terrible accident seven weeks ago. He was in his backyard dealing with a yellow jacket's nest. Have you ever done that? They get down on the in the in the ground and I've tried when that happens because you go over the mower and they're gonna sting you. They all come out and they they come after you and it can be a, a brutal, brutal evidence of the fall <laughs> with these bees. And evidently he was trying to kill them and and used a technique I've used before. And then as you pour some gas down there and light it on fire, don't do it. I'm glad I didn't have the same results he had, but I've done that before. Well, in his case, evidently the fire came back up, engulfed the gas can and exploded, and he was burnt terribly, terribly over over half of his body. Most of his upper body was in flames. I'd like to read some about his story from his wife, and she posted this just two days ago. And if I could read to you, and you'll help capture some of what went on, and um and how this terrible, terrible accident, I believe, is going to define him and his family for in a good way, and you'll see in a minute why. And I want it to be something that inspires you. There's a big gold medal bell in the hallway of the Johns Hopkins Burn ICU with a plaque that reads, I'm not what happened to me. A scar is a sign of strength. I am what I choose to become. I am a survivor. It's the bell every burn patient gets to ring when they leave the hospital. I walked past it every day on my way to visit Brandon in his hospital room, wondering if or when he would ever get to ring it. Today, seven weeks to the day after his accident, Brandon rang the bell. 
through all his suffering, and by the way, he had many times when it really looked like he could have been lost had he not fought, had his family not fought, had this excellent medical staff not fought for him, he could have been lost very easily. Infections, infections in his lung, fire in his lungs, fire getting into his lungs, uh, and pneumonia, the infections that came through his skin, through the many operations and skin grafts. Um, it, it just brutal, brutal seven weeks of medical pain that he went through. But through it all, Brandon has kept his focus on the Lord Leading up to the accident, this is important for us who read here every day. You ready? Leading up to the accident, Brandon and I had been reading the Bible chronologically together every day. Good for them. Good for them. I stress here the importance of being in the Word of God every day. And sometimes when difficulties, tragedies, trials hit, you want to be prepared for them. You don't want to start preparing at that time. You want to be prepared. And when this big tragedy hit their family, they had been reading the Bible every day, and she's going to talk about how it helped prepare them. And I want to encourage, if you come here every day, trust that God is preparing you for a potential hardship ahead. You're going to have it whether you're reading the Word of God or not, but the point is you'll be prepared to face it. You'll be prepared if you are faithful in his word. And this is why we stress here, let's be in the word every single day. Back to the story. Brandon told me this week how critical that was for him getting through these early weeks of intubation. Intubation when the breathing tubes are down your, 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 into your lungs, directly into your lungs. For months every morning, we had been learning more and more about God's character, that God is good all the time. Even in those moments of intense suffering, Brandon and I held on to what we knew was true about God, that he is good, that he is with us, and that he will not forsake us. Indeed, it was a test of faith. Brothers and sisters, understand our faith does get tested. We go through experiences in life where we we're do I believe God is good? Do I believe God is faithful? Do I believe God is sovereign? Do I believe God will win? Do I believe that I'm on the winning side? Everyone gets tested. Not everyone passes the test. This is why we must be prepared beforehand. We must know the word of God for when our time of testing comes because we want to pass the test. Listen, like the wise student who is preparing, knowing there's a test up ahead, Let's us be people like that as well. After Brandon was extubated, the breathing tubes were taken out, I was able to talk to him again. I was curious if he remembered all the details of his accident. He did. And I mentioned to him that I don't remember him screaming or yelling when he was on fire. He told me he was praying. After he was engulfed in the flames... Brandon tried to roll down the hill to put out the fire, but it didn't go out. It was at that moment I saw him get up in a runner's pose and then race to the front yard. He told me that what what I saw in those few seconds was him praying, bending down on one knee, folding his hands, and closing his eyes. Quote, your will be done, but I plead with you for the sake of my wife and my children. I still want to be a husband and be a dad. And then he ran, and the Lord answered yes. 
he was able to extinguish himself with a hose and with a uh, spigot there in, the, in their front yard. He rushed to the hospital. It was an hour, I believe, about an hour drive to the hospital where he began this long, long period of difficulty. She ends by saying this. So many people have prayed for us. So many people have been there for us. My goodness, friends, I often wonder. I spoke earlier this week in answering questions I get asked on campus. So many people have a negative view of the church. And dare I say that in this case, this family would say the church rallied around them. The church prayed from the church, not only in their, their local church, but people all around the country have been praying and, and supporting and sending verses. Evidently, he loves listening to Alistair Begg um, uh, sermons. And and while he was not, it didn't even know if he was conscious and he was just lying there in bed, he would ask when he'd wake up, he'd ask for Alistair Begg sermons, and evidently that word got back, and Alistair Begg sent him a personal video of encouragement through this, which greatly encouraged him as well. She ends with, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Well, I mentioned defining moments, and I mentioned coming through trials and celebrating when you get through them. And my friends, I, I want to ask you, if you've had difficulties in life and you get through them and you get past them, do you celebrate and say, I'm moving forward now? And I'd like to share, I was so moved as I saw this video, and I think it will come through on the audio as well. Uh, I've been working on it. I think it will come through. I want you to appreciate what goes, what what happens here as he leaves. And uh, look at the courage, the grit, the confidence, the faith as he rings this bell. All right, you ready? Here it goes. Before he closes, come on. <laughs> All right, we're gonna be. Can you? I am not what happened to me. Scar is a sign of strength. I am what I choose to become. I am a survivor. doctor who operated on him. His wife and his final words, let's go home. I want to encourage you. I've said this yesterday. I'll say it again today. So often our defeats, they sting, they stick with us. We, we hold on to them. We remember them and we allow the defeats to define us. One thing I think we need to learn to do is learn to hold on to the victories God has given us, to celebrate when we come through those difficult times, to ring the bell, shall we say, to ring the bell and to say, I made it, I'm through this, I'm moving forward, I'm confident, God gave me a victory. Yes, I have scars, but the scars show I'm still standing, the scars show I've been through the battle, and I'm still here, and I'm going to be victorious. And my friends, Learn to do this. Learn to celebrate the victories. Again, we all have defeats. 
We all have discouraging moments. We all have times when we're down. We all have times that didn't work out like we wanted. Don't let those things define you. If you continued on and persevered and endured and you made it through and you got back up on your feet, let that be what defined you. Ring your bell. Ring your bell and say, I'm moving forward because my God is victorious. Therefore, I am too. Father in heaven, we give you praise and blessing and honor today. We want to thank you for victories in life. I I want to thank you, Lord, for, I know Brandon and and Father, I just know Roz and I prayed so much for him, and I know hundreds, thousands, people didn't even know him. We're also just praying for this him through this tragedy. I thank you for how you used this with him, his wife, his parents, his extended family. Oh, Lord, we're just beyond um, grateful for how you have brought him through this. And he walked out into the fresh air and could breathe on his own. The little blessings, the things we take for granted, Lord, that you have restored into his life and we're thankful. I pray for each of us, Lord. I pray for each of us. Oh, Lord, I pray for with, uh, that we would show that courage, that grit, that confidence, that we'd be people that ring the bell the same way he did, that we'd say, listen, I've, got, I've made it through this, and I'm moving forward with my God now. Lord, we need people like this. We need people like this. Make me like this. Make each of us like this, we pray. Inspire us to be people who know you're on the throne and will live as if we truly believe it. We thank you now and bless you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Tomorrow marks the three-year anniversary of us doing these daily live streams. And uh, I don't know, we'll probably do something special as we continue on. But I want to thank you. Some of you have been here with me the whole time. And others of you maybe joined in a year or two years ago and you come here every single day. I know it's making a difference. I stress, look at how a difference it made in Brandon's life. They were prepared and ready. They didn't know it was coming. God knew it was coming. They didn't know. But because they were faithful in the word, God got them through this terrible, terrible tragedy. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. If you're new, welcome. God bless you. I hope you'll join our our daily uh, YouTube here. Subscribe, like, share with your friends, and build into your schedule. Come here regularly, either live at 830 later in the day at your convenience, or even listen on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms, okay? God bless you. I love you, and we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow.